1: Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 360 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined occasionally and always by my mainest man, who's back from PA States. Back in, we have to give a name to whatever it is, your your dungeon, your basement studio. We'll come up with it. Maybe we'll crowdsource it, because the people are funnier than us, definitely. (laughs) They're more creative. And uh, we have a lot of viewership, so we're, we're likely to get a, uh, a really good answer. But table that. Willie, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing wonderful. I'm, I'm awesome. What oh, a good. weekend.
1: What a weekend. I mean, I knew it would be great. It was on, honestly, if I were ever the wrestling czar, I would <laughs> split up conference weekend into two separate weekends. I'd have Big 12s on one weekend and EIWAs and then Big 10s on one and ACCs on another and Pac-12s and EIW, EWLs. Mac, split them up fifty-fifty, and maybe that wouldn't be fair, and they'd be whining about the extra time off or the whatever. I don't, I don't care about that because as wrestling's are, we make the decisions that are best for me, mm-hmm. right? And what mm-hmm. lets me watch more wrestling, and I wasn't able to do that because poor me, I was at Big Ten's, and it was freaking awesome. Um, and I think um, before we, before we get going into, into conference rate week. I think it's, we have to um, you know extend our condolences to the Smith family, um, Leroy Smith, the father of John, Pat, Mark, and Leroy Smith, the patriarch of the Smith family uh, passed away this weekend. Um, I think while Big 12s were going on, had to be extremely difficult time for Coach Smith, for Coach Perry, who is, uh, you know, Chris is his grandson and Joe is grandson, um, so obviously an incredibly influential, important man to the sport of wrestling, and um, he will he will definitely be missed. So, um, condolences to the to the Smith family for that. So, um, kind of a sad way to start the show, but we can turn around with some with some Big Ten discussion. Um, one of one of the bigger topics that were outside of wrestling for for Big Tens was the idea of ducking or guys missing matches or guys medical forfeiting out, and we saw two pretty high profile guys uh, implement this. Michich wrestled one match and um, forfeited out, which was actually kind of a known thing that was going to happen. Um, but then Shakur Rashid, he you know he wrestles to the semis, wins his semis, looks good to me i I thought he was in control the majority of that match and then doesn't wrestle the finals um which you know obviously Stunk kill kind of acknowledged. yeah not ideal to do that on big 10 network but we're gonna make the decisions best for us every single time so that's what they think they're doing there but just thoughts in general on is this ducking is this just what what do we call this and um you know what are your thoughts in general willie
2: well, I don't, I don't know, you know, when it comes time for conference tournament time, you can, you can say it's ducking in, in the regular season. When it comes time for conference tournament time, I don't know how you say it's quote unquote ducking. Cause all it does is hurt that wrestler. I mean, uh, Michis is going to be, Meech is going to be hurt by it. I mean, yeah. okay. <clears throat> let's, let's, let's Great be point. clear. Let's be clear. Nobody is saying nobody is saying that Meech is ducked, right? Nobody nobody thinks that you know, that's a duck situation. Um but they are saying about Rashid, but in both cases, they're going to be they're going to be hammered for it. Meech is going to go from Scherz's potential going to be the
1: two seed. So mm-hmm. I don't know how he's going to be hammered.
2: Hammered Why why is why is he gonna be the two he doesn't have uh, is he's gonna be the two simply on the other's terrible rankings
1: um i he's he will he'll be undefeated yes he, quali- he
2: has, he has no he, quality wins
1: he'll have beaten vins and those other guys have losses yeah. which will hurt their win percentage which of you course know. it the obvious Russells oh, well of course they have losses they were out there wrestling all season long but that's not how the ncaa looks at it that's so I think I mean don't you believe he's going to be the 2?
3: Well, no, it's going to be Zvatsky. I know oh, really? I said that I know I said that last night, but then I remembered that he Zvatsky split with Maxine. Anyway, it's either going to be Zvatsky or Shakur. when I ran really? the numbers looking again, they need to come out again later, so I, but the going into conference weekend, um Zvatsky comes out ahead in the seeding major.
2: Well, you know, okay. 2 and 3 don't mean much. it's Not it's, really it's 2 or 3 it's it's 4 that means a lot so i don't know i, I don't know if i consider it ducking anyway I, I feel like it's maybe um i feel like it's maybe a, a bad look right you don't have a final
1: um, yeah yeah I, I i agree with that and you know there there's another thing to look at i mean with mitchich it was clearly this guy really shouldn't probably be wrestling, but he needs to wrestle so that he can qualify and then he'll get out. It, it, Shakur seemed fine to me. To, I, I read this as Penn State, they want to beat Miles Martin. They have a game plan they probably want to implement, and they want to implement it at NCAA, he's not at Big Ten. And I think for that reason, I, I think that
0: that be
2: cool, though. It's no, trash.
1: No, well, it's not cool. Come
2: it's on, Bracky. Cool.
1: Come with it, then. It's trash.
2: You,
0: you want to talk about how we need to, to grow our sport and in the Big Ten Finals, the best conference that's on national TV, you don't wrestle, it's trash. What would the Eagle say? Uh, he would have
1: wrestled. The Eagle would have wrestled. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a broken wing. People don't even know that. Great song. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that, I think there's gamesmanship there going on. And, oh, for uh, sure. And, you know, Kale can do what he wants. He, he makes these decisions. He he doesn't care about anything but winning, right? You know that. I mean that bottom line. He's a bottom line coach, and that's what he's doing. And I, I think it's more that than than the His injury. Ducky. I mean, he looked, dude. I I watched him wrestle. Why? You know, he's Kale said. You know, the medical advice of the trainers or whatever. They they didn't. Is this medical advice specific to Miles Martin? I mean, why is there no the medical advice is different with Taylor Vince's wrestling? It's like, what's your medical professional? I mean, are they breaking down the film and saying that Miles Martin pre- presents more of a medical danger to Shakur Rashid than other wrestlers? Yeah. That, I mean, that's, that's what you're expecting me to believe, Kale. I don't, I just, I have a hard time believing that. That these, you know, the trainer is like, well, you know, Miles's reattack game, I think, is problematic <laughs> for the knee. I mean, what, I, just, just, just say what it is. Say what it is. Don't, don't, you don't have to play games. You don't have to justify it, but just be honest. The medical, advice is not that he shouldn't wrestle because why would he be wrestling the first couple matches if that were the case
3: i have the same opinion that i have or that i had after we went on our whole thing after spencer didn't wrestle rivera in the duel if you can wrestle on saturday night in the big 10 semis should be able to wrestle on sunday in the big 10 finals and maybe they did. Maybe the medical staff did say it was. And, and the coach, again, should always look out and what is for the best interest of their athletes. <clears throat> but I basically see it as the same thing. The perception is if a guy looks really good within 24, 36, 48 hours, why are they all of a sudden then not good later? So, yeah.
1: Same as Spencer. Same here with Shakur. Um, yeah. So. What, what do we want? Just start at 25 and work our way and um, discuss the, the tournament as a whole? I think that probably makes the most sense. 125 pounds. We had um, Rivera and Lee kind of dominate their way to the finals as we, as we expected. I thought Rivera looked excellent the whole tournament. I mean, it was, man, we had so much fun at Big Tens and, and watching these guys prepare and get ready and train and cut weight and stuff was, was awesome. So shout-out, first of all, to Minnesota. Uh, coach Agum and and, uh, and our guy josh schmidt the sid at minnesota for being so accommodating to us cuz uh we the had crowd was pretty awesome oh huh? my gosh the crowd was insane willie they were immediately nuts like it yeah. wasn't like there uh-uh, was like, build. no there was no build they they went bananas like immediately it was full That's immediately awesome. there was no like oh okay early rounds we'll come whenever they were all there the entire time every single round so
2: that's awesome!
1: Big shout out to the um, Minnesota faithful because it was a very Minnesota crowd, Minnesota and Iowa basically.
2: Minnesota's great for wrestling, isn't it? Like oh the my, state in general. I had I mean, no they, idea. I was on they the. They do great for the high school tournament.
1: It was insane, Willie. I was on the plane uh, back, and the, just this older couple, like kind of hippie types, and you know what? I talked to them because they're flying from Minneapolis to Austin. And they didn't know anything about wrestling, but they knew that Gable lost. They're like, "All oh, that, fr-. so like, <laughs> it's like a part of the of the yeah. culture there." So anytime you're where wrestling is important, it's just a really cool feeling because I've never lived in a place that's like that.
3: When when I went up for the Gable Kirkfleet match last year, that high school gym was packed. Yeah. So I don't know the few experiences I've had in Minnesota like fan wise, they've been amazing. So yeah, hey.
2: good man.
1: And so Blazers next year probably going to be oh, freaking man. awesome. And we stayed. We actually did not stay in a murder hotel. and We had a great view of the football stadium where it's going to be next year. So it's going to be awesome. Minneapolis could going to be great. A little cold, but not that bad. It wasn't that bad. And we'll have a, t- a little two extra weeks to get warmed up. Ooh, Minneapolis right. will be a great place for it. I can't wait to be back. Um, okay. 125. Probably the most dramatic match of the finals of NCAAs. And I just got to say what what i just hate that this sport is now reduced to coaches having to throw bricks to look for hands to the face we saw it twice in this match we saw it uh, i think coach cunningham threw a brick for hands to the face I, it's just such a and i know they don't like it either but it's just so counter to what the sport is about that these coaches feel like they have to find a way to get this this point here and you know, I blame the rules makers I blame the, the and anyone who was involved in that decision for but the bottom line is it's a disgrace that we're looking for hands to the face instead of trying to measure skill, right? That's what wrestling should be about. Like
2: <clears throat> I don't I don't blame any coach that challenges for hands to the face. There's a lot of there's a lot of critics out there that are like, Oh my god, I can't believe he's challenging hands to the face. Why? It's a rule. Yeah. It's a rule. You should you should be ch- if you think that there was an infraction there that you could get a point you should be challenged. Well, now on the other I mean, hand, a Willie, lot of people are like a lot of people are like um, you know that's that's cheapish. That's what what was that? Well,
1: What's I was it? just gonna say you know think about like the NFL. You can't challenge everything. You can't challenge pass interference. You can't challenge for a holding call. You can't. I mean that that's one thing I think. Man, you shouldn't be able to challenge every everything in wrestling. It's in uh, NFL probably is the one of the better challenge systems. Uh, you can't challenge just anything.
2: well I mean if you're gonna if you're gonna have a system where it's you can you can challenge I mean you can challenge almost any anything right and you have one you, it's your discretion. you have a brick. you can challenge one thing. If you're gonna challenge a hands to the face, duh, roll the roll that dice. Um, if it's there, it's there, you get a point. If it's not, you lose your challenge. it's rather significant.
1: And, and the match came down... I mean, it's sad. It didn't come down to this. It came down to a lot of things. Spencer did a lot of things to not win this match. Don't let it be suggested otherwise. Um, but, you know, Terry saw the hands to the face in the first period. I was sitting right there on the mat. He saw it. He said something about it to the official. He said, hey, remember, you still got to call that. He's like, unless you're not calling it at all, and I'm fine with that too. He said that to him. So I know he saw it. I saw it. It went to hands to the face. I was cool with him not calling it, but I just hate that it, you know, if he throws a brick there, maybe it's an an additional point. But to the wrestling itself, um, if I'm Spencer Lee, I'm I'm encouraged, right? Yeah, yeah. I lost. But one, I dominated Sean Russell without a turn, I believe. I don't believe he turned him. A lot of riding time, a couple of takedowns. Okay. You were right there to beat Sebastian Rivera without a turn. Um and if, if he luck- was
2: winning, Christian. He was winning three zero with riding time with fifty seconds to go.
1: Yeah, that that's the and that and that's where ultimately you know you can, you know, and I'm doing it. I'm sending the screenshots of the hands of the face, etc. Just because I'm so upset that this is, this is what's dominating our sport. That this is happening. But at the end of it all, it was there to be won multiple times by Spencer, and. Yeah he he didn't you know that 20, there's 23 seconds and he's up by two and he gives up his leg immediately to the go to attack that Rivera hits on everyone and his hit on Spencer i i just think he um you know he didn't i, I don't know if it was a focus I mean, or just rivera is, is so good and he is so good but man i just giving up that takedown in regulation is a killer
2: yeah. it was a killer Something. i mean you know you're a, it's a big moment. You're you're about to you're about to beat um the guy that's beating you this year, and and you lose your composure a little bit. But I come away encouraged by Spencer's performance. Except for one thing. I don't know. This shot in overtime, I've seen Spencer in on that position, that same position. And when he's there, I was like, ball game. He's I, Spencer finishes yeah. from here every time, and Rivera slipped his arm down yep, and, and sort him. of reattacked. I've never seen anybody do that to Spencer. Uh, that was that was the one thing I was like, ooh, that's different. And I, I mean to me it looked like maybe Spencer doesn't have his typical strength. I don't know. Well, I couldn't
1: believe he couldn't um, lock that double. Right, right underneath it I mean he was in the double leg if he just locked his hands up I don't think there's any way he gets tipped into like that it was really 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 surprising um you know it's it's funny um so my son is maybe the biggest Spencer Lee fan alive he he literally told me Northwestern is his least favorite team because <laughs> Sebastian Rivera is on it I'm just like man. solely because of Sebastian I'm like man you would probably really like Sebastian but whatever he's he's seven so we're watching the match. Well, first of all, he's very mad. He couldn't watch the match live because of a of a big Rutgers basketball game or something going on. But he um, <laughs> he so we get as soon as I get as soon as I get home, he pulls it up. We start watching it, and I'm watching it in the third period, and it's when Rivera gets away, and he's like, "They went out of bounds. They shouldn't be won. I'm like. Well, I was like, Caleb. I'm like, oh, stupid Caleb. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Listen to daddy. I'll explain it to you. If any part of them are uh, in bounds, they're still allowed to wrestle. He's like, they were both out of bounds. He's like, go back. So he starts rewinding it on the thing. And then we go frame by frame. Sure enough, eagle eye Caleb, they were both out of bounds before yep. Saber. When is this? It? It? It's late in the third.
3: Um, There are all kinds of screenshots on various forums all the
1: it. way out it's he was right
3: it which it, it which is escape no it is it? right
1: what'd you say
2: which escape is this this is crazy i didn't even there's only
1: the, the third only period. escape he got the yeah, only the third escape one the one escape third period yeah
2: they were both out
1: they were both yeah, out very much so huh. and i i did not i didn't catch it in real time i didn't catch it when i re-watched it several times my son right here right with ecp you're you didn't either nope I was like, no, he's out. I mean, I knew it was close, well, right? You know like, what? like
3: you Like, knew, you knew they went out of bounds in that, but I thought the whole time one of or both of their feet were in, and nope, oh, they were out. Yeah. Which, it it really sucks for, I mean, it really sucks for any uh, sporting event that, like, comes down to calls made or calls missed, um, but, like, that is kind of the nature of the sport. Um, like, not trying to make excuses either way. Yeah. Um, as for—I like what you guys are talking about, though. As for the actual wrestling and kind of, like, looking forward, um, Sebastian Rivera fought off two shots of Spencer Lee's. And well, regardless of the outcome of the match, that, to me, is what is most concerning if I'm an Iowa fan. Because now we've seen pitch fight off shots. Now we've seen Rivera fight off shots. And the, the whole thing is can Spencer—if uh, Spencer takes you down— ball game.
1: And Spencer's takedown was off a uh, counter. Not off a leg it, it. was like a pancake kind of like a pancake throw by thing.
3: Both the the counter to start the yeah, exactly. That one and then Rivera's were kind of awkward. I mean, I know they're like reattacks, but they were kind of awkward in kind of how the guys landed. Um so I don't know how much to take away from that, but I mean, I guess it's also just good counter offense by the guy who ended up scoring. So. Yeah.
1: Um Bracky, any other thoughts on the match?
3: Uh, Spencer had
0: every opportunity to win that match. You can be mad about the hands of the face and on calls. He was up two with thirty seconds to go, couldn't stop a takedown, and then couldn't get one in son victory.
1: Yeah. Don't wanna hear it. Don't don't bring that mess into Bracky's kitchen.
2: Well the thing the thing about the hands of the face thing though is I mean you could you could oftentimes call it the ones that really tick you off or the patty cake ones all right tapping the head tapping the head it's part of wrestling when they call it for that um you, you get annoyed i but the one that they called on spencer they was actually during a wrestling action you sort of have to call that right i mean sebastian's trying to double underhook or something like that and chase him down and spencer has his hands to the fit i mean you can almost you, you still don't like it but it was at least it had something to do with and here, wrestling. Here's, and here's
1: the here's the problem. I, I think the refs go into these matches and they probably hate the rule, so they don't call it. They don't call it in the first period when C. Bass goes hands in the face. We don't want to call this, but when you throw the brick and the hand is here, they can't not call it at that point. They literally have to. So. The officials, in one way, when they ignore the rule in the first period, they screw themselves for later because yeah. they have to call it. They You just have to call the rule as you're supposed to call the rule. You can't just yeah. pick and choose when you call it. And uh, I think that's what they were doing, and it's a shame that they're put in that position. Um,
3: real, real quick, because I, I feel like we should talk about it. Real quick? I mean, I'd like to make it real quick because like, I know we're to get the rest of the things. I continue to believe Spencer Lee will and should be the three seed. I don't think that anything about this weekend changed anything in the top six. Everyone held serve. Sebastian won, pitch won, Spencer got second, uh, Bresser won, Mueller won, Russell got third. There was nothing about this weekend. Like If, yeah, if Jack I... Mueller beating Sean Fows is what changes Spencer going from three to four, that no. doesn't make any sense to well, me wouldn't personally. It be,
1: I, think, I feel like Bresser is better positioned than... Uh than Mueller being a conference champ. I fe- feel like well, they both – a
3: conference champ.
1: Well, a conference champ, and he's got at least a, a better quality win than Sean Fowles. He's beaten uh, Sean Russell, right? Which is probably yeah. Spencer's best win all year. Yeah, the – So Bresser... a better win, win percentage, better conference performance, and a comparable uh... – Wait, hold on. So... You're, you're, you're getting
3: confused here. Are you saying Bresser's better lineup or Mueller? Because you uh, said better win percentage for Bresser.
1: I'm saying, I'm saying Bresser versus Spencer. Win percentage, potentially quality wins, and conference performance.
3: Definitely not quality wins.
1: Really, 100%. Well, they have the best win. This they share. their both. They both have the same best win. I know. I'm Sean. just remember we're talking about. Yeah, the points.
3: Got anyway, it. I think I think Spencer should be three. Uh, again, like every other weight, uh, coaches' ranking will be the best predictor of what ends up happening. We, you know, Steve Garland is on the 125 rank committee. John Smith's on the 125 rank committee. So, like, things could get weird.
1: Well, they um, have to, like, excuse themselves, I'm pretty sure, well, when their guys are discussed or something. Right? right well, I mean,
3: that's the seating I don't about that. Oh, yeah, not the ranking. committee. Yeah.
1: Good point.
2: Another, another part of that, like, Spencer's up. With 50 seconds to go, I was like, wow, pitch is going to be the one. These two are going to hit in semis. Um, and it it turned rather quickly, uh, so. But no matter you think, you think Spencer's the three, yes. undoubtedly. I, I mean,
3: again, the coaches. Can I mean, be that's whatever a huge want, thing. But yeah, I think he. I think objectively speaking, th- so we talk about all the time with rankings, right? That's a three being, loss. Being undefeated, to loss guys. Spencer
2: is going to be the three, and Bretzer's going to be the four or five.
3: Yes being undefeated to guys below you is the same value as only having losses to guys above you.
1: Yeah. I see what you're saying.
3: Right. Mm Mm-hmm. So that, that's, that's why everyone helps. But Winning percentage is a factor. Oh, winning percentage is absolutely a factor. And Spencer's going to lose it to in the matrix. Spencer's going to lose it to basically all the other guys in the top six, except for Russell. Um, but again, you look at RPI, you look at quality win points, you look at schedule. Spencer, objectively, in my opinion, had a better season,
1: even looking at wins and losses. Okay. Um, now, if you're if you're Spencer, you want to be up there with Sebastian, you want to be down below with Pitch. I, I don't. I to he me had, to me, I feel like Spencer's like whatever three or four. He, he has Some, to beat them both. Well, yeah, but but you know when when you think about path. Does it even matter? Do you want to go through one or the who is other?
2: The, who, is the last, who is the last contender? I mean, Spencer's a contender. Sebastian's a contender. Pitch is a contender. I feel like Bresser's a contender.
1: Yeah, I think he is. I think he's got to be factored in. I, watching I think- that match with, with uh, Rivera, it was, I mean, Rivera, he got it done. And he his, pay, man, his pace is a thing. Because thinking back now, like I— I mean, just my perception on Sebastian has changed so much throughout this year. And I thought Bresser faded. I was like, oh, that's interesting. But now he definitely is getting Spencer tired in these matches. Uh, I, I think Sebastian wrestles a really hard pace. But I think Bresser can go with these guys.
2: You, you Yes, yeah, so do I. Yeah. I mean, I think Bresser has a way of slowing people down too. Um but that, to me, Bresser's the, the, the fourth and final contender. I don't know. I mean, I think I would put Mueller outside of that, Glory outside of that. Uh, how would you – would you concur?
1: Yeah, I, I think Glory and Vito and maybe Mueller's one of the guys that maybe he's involved and you consider him. It's tough when you haven't seen him against elite competition this year. We've seen him against elite competition in his career. but The thing I'm interested in, so –
3: uh, again, I got to see kind of the way things shake out with, like, Coach Shank and RPI, but we could get a, a Glory pitch quarter, which was a great match during the yeah. regular season. Glory took him down um, either once or twice, definitely won the battle on their feet, but then got turned on the mat. Um, I believe he got turned once for four and once for two, so that could be a, a very difficult one
1: for pitch. Um,
3: and then, you know, Vito in that 8-9 spot, how is a Vito Sebastian Rivera match go
1: you know what we should do um as we're and we're kind of doing it right but like for each way like certainly there's gonna be a major big 10 focus but the notable things that happened in the other conferences glory beats Vito. that's definitely notable <laughs> awesome match too. um yeah I know um Mueller wins ACC's at 25 and pitch beats Fleetwood too those are kind of like the the big news for for hundred and twenty five pounds uh, around the
2: country. We're at we're at we're a half hour in we got through one weight. We got through
1: one weight. That's all right. Hey man. Well someone will be quick. This is this is one one twenty five Spencer Lee, Sebastian Rivera. That need a little more time. They get progressively less. Yeah, yeah. Like forty one, it's like, all right, let's let's see it. Yanni Joey NCA final. Thirty three, Nick Soriano won it, took out DeSanto in a pretty another very exciting and it the end very contentious uh, match thought Nick looked as good as we'd seen him this year um, you know finally healthy at Big Tens after not being healthy the last two years and uh, I think he's gonna be my pick for NCAAs still
2: what do we make of I mean you guys were on the ground there is the Michich thing like legit I like I, I mean I, I, know yeah, legit, sure. I, I know it's legit for sure I know it's legit I'm not trying to suggest that I
1: know what you mean I know you that, mean like, uh, is it going to be a factor at NCAA? Is it a factor? Yes, at NCAA. I think it's going okay. to be. I don't have. And I have no information on that. I don't have any. Just okay. watching big old brace, and and I just think stylistically, that I think it hurts him. I think he needs maximum mobility to to win, and I just don't know if he'll if he'll have it.
2: Um, yeah. Certainly, now, certainly Christian, he's how, been the best guy. How recent is that injury? Like. Uh, was was it a nagging thing? Did did that exist when he wrestled Suriano in the duel? I don't um, think so.
1: It may have happened at it, the duel.
2: Okay. Because, you know, Suriano was getting in on him. That was a great close match that a lot of people don't think was a great close match. Yeah. Um, or Super don't close. realize that it was. Um. You're right. So, if Micic gets the win in the fashion he did over Suriano... Healthy uh I would take Soriano over Michic if he's significantly injured, right?
1: Yeah, if there's I mean, they were or limited. You would say probably that match was like seventy thirty Michic, you know, maybe he wins seven but now I'd say it's gotta be like sixty forty Nick. And I and I'll take, you know, obviously those odds would favor Nick. I think now, the how, seating the seating uh angle is most interesting. And I think I kind of refer back to how did they handle Nolf last year? Because Nolf not only did he do the same thing in default, he got the three, but he also had a one in his loss column with Van Brill. Fair right. fair or not. So That's really right. Michic won't have that. So, so it's it's curious. I feel like he should be the three. I think it should be Fix, Soriano, Michic, Philippi Pletcher, Lizak DeSanto. That's how I would see 33. I don't know what you guys think. I mean, really, it, it could go a number of different directions. They could say, you know what? This guy's undefeated. He beat Suriano. Whatever. He's the one or he's the two. Uh, he doesn't have a loss. He's the only undefeated guy at this weight. But at the same time, you'd be like, you know what? You get six at your conference. You don't get to, You don't keep a high seed. And I would understand that as well. Um, curious for what you think, Nomad, as far as the seeding ramifications of a Micic medical forfeit out.
3: My immediate reaction was this is this is bad for Michich. If I'm a Wolverine fan, I'm I'm very concerned. They're they're gonna hammer him. And then a couple people started not come back to me, just like asking questions. Um Kevin Beasley being one of them and then I was like, Well he beat both Big Ten finalists. Yep. Now one was extremely close.
1: But that doesn't matter so, for you know, seating
3: I, well, but I'm talking, I'm talking looking at coaches' right. I'm, Got th- it. I'm thinking ranking purposes because that's what's ultimately going to decide it, right? Because th- the reason I keep coming back to coaches' rank is because like all the other numbers are static, right? Like you just know where they're going to fall in line. Um, so that one has the biggest potential for swing because it's a 30 point swing, it's 15 points out of the way. Anyway, um, so he beat both Big Ten finalists. One of them he hammered, um, one of them he beat very close. And
1: recently, the, you yeah, know, yeah. I, I think that kind of matters too. It's like, man, like three weeks ago, he beat this guy.
2: Yeah, but what I don't, I don't, what I don't dig is that, um, you know, the ranking thing is part of the process, and I don't, your your ranking doesn't necessarily get affected by a default. Like, why would they drop him? Conference I mean, I, fi- conference would,
1: finish is a component.
2: Uh, yeah what so I'm he, saying, he strictly his. ranking. I mean, Christian, did rankings come out today. Did did you guys drop Mitic? They're going
1: to come out in the afternoon. Um I think he's I think he's going to be number 1.
2: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You Don't drop him. From a from a rankings perspective, you don't drop him. But yeah, it just it's 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 sort of convoluted in, in that way. I, I th- like I like uh, he should stay one in my in my in the rankings world, he should stay one. But I feel like he should not keep the one seed.
3: Well, he won't be the one. It, fix Fix beats him in the Matrix. <clears throat> whether he keeps the one number one ranking or not, um, so fit, Dayton Dayton's the one. from From a rankings perspective, I absolutely get you don't lose uh, Med forfeits aren't losses. However, when you consider the fact he didn't wrestle at all at Cklv, he wrestled one match at the yeah. Big Tens. Does he? Quote unquote deserve again. <clears throat> if he's hurt, he's hurt. I get like we all get that, but does he quote unquote deserve to do that when he didn't win any tournaments this year? He didn't beat Philippi. He didn't wrestle Dayton. He didn't beat um, you know a, a bunch of guys.
1: Lysac Desanto.
3: Right? Does he deserve his ranking in terms of this season? So if
1: it,
3: Here's- I totally see the argument to keep him one. I kind
1: of think he should drop to four i and you know what ultimately i don't know how much it matters if you're micich do you want to be with dayton or Soriano? i don't it doesn't make a difference it's gonna stink it's gonna be really tough and if you're not hurt so that's why maybe we shouldn't even get so bogged down into the into the i don't want to i don't want to make this a totally seating show sure, right Sure. because we could we could just do this for five hours i want to talk about the wrestling that actually happened so
2: so um just to check in on that Today, the qualifiers come out right. Three
1: o'clock Eastern, two Central.
2: Brackets, brackets when? Brackets
1: tomorrow. tomorrow at six Eastern.
2: It's my favorite day of the year. It's the best.
1: If
3: they don't freaking put out <clears throat> the coaches' ranking RPI today, I'm gonna raise hell because there's no. It's yeah. all done. There's no reason to hide it. It's all done. Let us all look at it. Let us run it.
0: Didn't they hide it last year?
3: They didn't hide it last year because everything came out at the same time: qualifiers and brackets. Oh really? I could I couldn't find anything where the qualifiers were released at one time. What I found was that the qualifiers brackets were all released. It's like Got everybody find everything. Seems all right, good.
1: we're not talking about wrestling Sorry. again. Um, <clears throat> so thirty three Big Tens. We had a uh, Roman Pletcher rematch. I think we may be seeing. And Roman's a true freshman with a super bright future. But is there a little bit of a pattern developing with with him where he hits the highlight backflip? It works and it's great, right? And then he tries it again, he hurts his knee. And then he hits the high flyer against Pletcher for an amazing moment in defense, and he goes right to it again, gets planted on his back, and loses. So it's just just notable. I'm banking it. It's like, this is kind of interesting, right, that he's kind of making these sort of true freshman mistakes. So he's going to need to evolve there, right? Um, But I thought Pletcher looked really good against against RBY, and I think it was a predictable outcome with Soriano, one takedown match, and Nick was like kind of admitted yeah, you know what, I didn't really, I knew he couldn't take me down. I got the one, just wanted to hang on and win, but he hopes to shoot more at NCA's, which is um, certainly going to be beneficial. But on the other side, yeah, what, Willie? Oh, nothing. Okay, and on the other side, um, once again, we saw DeSanto's pace impacted Suriano for sure. 100% it happened again. But – What I think the difference was and what Soriano realized, hey, I got to get an early takedown and ride this guy. And DeSanto's bottom issues reared itself there against Nick and against uh, Lizak. And I thought, um, man, first of all, Lizak in the evening, you know, when he doesn't have to make weight the next day, is a different cat. And I thought that was pretty apparent. And he rode DeSanto so long, it was, you know, the third period. He needed so many takedowns, it wasn't really possible. And, you know, DeSanto finishing out the back door, so I won't say exclusively because he doesn't finish out the back door exclusively, but against someone that's so good at scrambling and far ankle stuff like uh, Lezak, it's problematic. He needs to, you know, change up his finishes a, a little bit, even though he did finish, I think, one time uh, from that position. So I thought that was interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's any other 33 takeaways. Tariq Wilson, um, or Philippi beat Tariq Wilson. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't know the other 33. I think that's that's the major. Montori beat Mon- Austin. Oh, oh, oh Montori yeah, Montori beat Gomez. Gomez. Montori looked good this that weekend. Um, he looked. I thought he looked really good against Gomez. I think it, I think early in the season. I think <laughs> he, I, don't, I don't have any information, but I think it was a weight issue or something. He just didn't look right. But now he's rounding into form. He's a pretty scary draw. And he was an All American last year. So yeah.
3: And I know the weight's tougher this year, but
1: sort of. But like it is tougher, and is you know Seth, yeah. Seth yeah, Gross yeah, yeah, yeah. was in the weight last year, right? That guy would probably win this weight without question. In any case, everyone
3: should not be happy to wrestle Montori in like second or third round.
1: Speaking of Seth Gross, uh, word got back to me that uh, so I said that I was told um, mid season around the scuffle that um, watch out for Seth Gross, take a medical, graduate, and transfer. And people think that it was Coach Bono that told me this. It was not Coach Bono that told me this. It was another coach from another team. Um, And I'll I'll just leave it at that. Uh,
3: Real quick also, I was told Penn State has a program that neither Iowa nor Wisconsin offer. I don't know if Penn State's (laughs) after him, but he can – Remember the we were talking about yeah, the
0: grad yeah, programs of I mean, of course. There's you a, can find that at every school you, in America.
2: Every school. Well, I don't, I'm just
3: – one was confirmed, and stop. it's the biggest stop. school.
1: No, man. <laughs> of course, of Sorry. course there's, there's graduate programs at Penn State they don't have at South Dakota State. It's true. It, it's literally true for every school. Um, I got thoughts on 33. Let's go,
0: Bracky. Why does DeSanto keep choosing bottom? Sir, so I just watched the match story on. I already had writing time when he chose bottom.
3: I don't
1: know.
0: Okay. I don't get it. That's one. Stop it. Stop it. Two, don't call, don't even try to come in here with this double legs on top stalling crap on Lezak. I just rewatched the first and second period. Not only does he turns DeSanto once and gets back points from it, he gets a one count a couple other times and he was working the entire time and multiple times DeSanto is balled up like in freestyle not letting leezat get in underneath his arms.
2: Iowa fans are really ticked off about Yeah, they shouldn't
0: um, be. Man. He just stinks on bottom when guys have legs in. Yeah. They he were was...
2: really they're they're really ticked off. I mean, part of it and I I led that parade, right? About if you're on top, you should be working you I, you know. I led that parade on legalized top stalling. But Iowa is really incensed about it.
0: You can say Dayton uh,
2: Especially you... because of Dayton
0: yeah, you can say Dayton wasn't working for the turn because he really wasn't. Yeah, but accurate. don't tell me Lezak wasn't exactly because right. I- if you watch it, he like picks him up and almost turns him like three or four times
3: again.
1: Does it? Does it need to be explained that Ethan Lezak is trying to turn people? Is that something? Is that something we actually have to say on air to fans? This is best position, unquestionable. Like right. it's, that's all he tries to do is turn people. He was trying to turn Austin. He would have loved to turn him again. Um, I thought it was a travesty he got called for stalling, uh, Ethan it was it was a horrible call because it was an identical scenario to what they hit the Santos stalling for and i'm actually i'm fine with no stall calls there on, on either side because i do somewhat sympathize a little bit with at the point when the guy does have double legs in and you're flat on your belly improving is so difficult and i know in high school there's like a you are know, not supposed to call stall if you're getting dominated. I think that's almost like one of those scenarios. Like, listen, there's not a whole lot he can do. I, if you're, but if you are going to call one side for stalling, it would certainly be Desanto. I thought he yes, wasn't it was. Yes, it was ridiculous. Lezak was called. Now, <laughs> I, I I, w- I missed the Hawkeye report forms when Mark Perry was at Iowa and he was riding double legs on all these guys. I can't find, I can't find those threads Hawkeye report. If you can bump some of those when you were really upset about that double leg rider, um. Please just surface those at the top. Any admins at Hawkeye Report, let's look for those because that's one of the most <laughs> prolific double-leg riders Uh We should move on to
3: 41, but once again, Ethan Lezak postseason, baby. Completely different animal. Backpack try, is in full form, we and we I love it. We tried to
1: tell you. We tried to tell you. We tried to tell you. Y'all didn't want to listen. Um, totally different dude in the postseason. How about Suriano destroyed him? Mm. That, it, was, that was – He had him pinned, too. He was pinned. He was sliding <laughs> – on his um blades that but
3: there might be another quarter into blades too yeah that's not exactly
1: quarters here. are in the morning right that's not good mm, uh-oh that's a, that's a rut row um poor Ethan Lezak. Uh, he's the he's awesome but i just feel for that guy he's still cutting a ton of weight it's very very obvious yeah okay that's 33 any other things to discuss i don't think so i think we pretty much hit it I don't
2: think so. What was... EIWA's was Tucker. Tucker beat Terrell. Yeah. Yeah. Ernest D1 Max.
1: Yep, 41. Uh, McKenna wins. Mikey Carr was the most predictable one seed to lose, and he did. We said... Bracky and I said in the bracket breakdown, I think everyone was like, if Red is... Chad Red... Yeah. 100%. No one is like, oh, Mikey Carr's got this, right? Um, So he was... I mean, we said the the... The semifinal winner, bottom side was the Big Ten finals. I think that kind of reared itself. Uh, Chad Red looked great. He seemed to be back in the best which is thing exciting for me.
2: F- that was the best thing for Red, right? It was like we were debating who should get the one and then Carr got the one. That was the best thing for Chad Red because alternatively, you know, McKenna, the final could have been the quarter.
1: Right, right, yeah, alternatively. And, and we said, man, if you're, if you're a Canaan store, if you're a Chad Red, you're praying you end up on that top side with Mike Carr because of exactly what happened. But beyond that, and Carr got eighth. He lost to Murin and—
2: He did? Yeah, yeah. Had, uh, had, Tristan had, Moran.
1: Had, Tristan Moran. So does, he goes from undefeated to three losses in eighth at Big Ten, so his seed's completely wow, crushed. Wow,
2: so—and then Illinois didn't have a great tournament. Barone did bad, right? Well... I mean, Barone had...
1: Did we have... Did Barone. you come in with some sort of expectations for Eric? I didn't really.
2: I don't know. He's ranked like 10th in the country and took 9th. Yeah. But um, yeah,
3: Carl uh, lost to a whole bunch of guys he beat during the season. Um, how, how did Red... I didn't get a chance to watch Red Store. How did that one go? Because that was a crazy one-point match at CKLV. I
1: was on the other mat. Um, I didn't get to watch it at all. I was calling the other ones. And all right. then I got to go back. So, I don't know.
3: But anyway, McKenna looked great.
1: Yeah, McKenna, I mean... This, it looks like McKenna-Yani to me. Although, man, Nick, Nick Lee is really good, and his pace is a real thing. He had he had Mitch McKee really tired. Um, there were And, man, if you go back, we should re-feature the McKenna-Lee match because there were two uh, exchanges where Lee was in deep, and the takedown looked completely imminent. And Joy McKenna did some Matrix stuff to get out. I mean, it was this close to it being a, a Nick Lee win a couple of times, or at least... Forcing overtime. It was a really, really awesome match with some high-level exchanges. And, man, if you're Penn State, you'd feel like, man, clean up a couple things. Nick Lee, he's already proven he can beat him. Um, It's certainly
3: a match. Joey, once again, with the late takedown, the first. Just like when you beat him last year in uh,
1: Rec Hall. Yep. Late takedowns (laughs) are key. Are they the 2-3?
2: Albert got beat. I don't know how high Albert was. but I feel like it should be the 2-3.
3: I was arguing with somebody yesterday about about Ironman Jaden moving up. I just I don't see it when Lee has the win over McKenna, Ironman lost to him and a worse record and I know he won his conference, but
2: quality wins.
3: Yeah. Nick Lee had a better season than Jaden Ironman. He should be ahead of him.
1: Yeah, I agree with
2: that. In a
3: bunch of different metrics.
1: I agree. I think I think that should be the two three and which would make Ironman Yanni a semi potentially, if they can both get there. Yanni's Yanni. Um and I think that's that's enough. Forty-one discussion.
3: Real quick, uh, Yanni no. um, threw underhooks more than I've ever seen him throw underhooks this weekend, and then also is starting to develop um, the Cornell bone arrow thing that Gabe Dean did. So just like little things that
1: Cornell's uh, putting into Yanni's game. Next topic. Forty-nine. Ashnault won again. Crazy match against. I went and rewatched that. Um, because I was calling the 49 third oh place match God. at the time. That was a great match. That was match. a great match. I am hoping that's the It That NCAA was so final. good. It was so fun. I mean, th- both those guys, and it was cool hearing from Anthony afterwards, where he's like very aware of like that Micah thought he was kind of breaking. He's like, I was good mentally. I think he thought I was in a worse frame of mind than I was in. Um, And it was, you know, the, the re-attack from Anthony early, but man, I, it, it was definitely in the balance and, I think Ashnal certainly is the one seed, and he's the favorite going in, but I think Micah is, is set up well to beat him. My question is Micah's path to get there to him, right? I mm-hmm. think he is the guy best equipped. but is he going to hit a Kaladzic, who, by the way, Kaladzic lost again. Um,
3: Kaladzic lost a match in which he gave up two reversals and a stall point. He lost five to four. That mm-hmm. That is the strangest way to lose a match. That's odd. Um one time, Elliot Riddick
1: year. got pinned um, while he was teching someone at EIWA. So I will, <laughs> okay. su- I will submit that as otter. But <laughs> Fair. It only happens at EIWA's that turn. The Boston guy, rest in peace, Boston uh, University <laughs> Wrestling. This was their last year. The guy like was getting cradled, somehow like pinned Elliot Riddick. He got up and threw up the number ones.
3: Did he go kind of like <laughs> the Big Bird, like bounce on top of him? That I don't, situation. Anyway, uh, that I night, we're talking about Elliot Riddick. Yeah.
1: So that was uh, the forty nine match. What were your thoughts there, Willie?
2: Well, I thought it was one of the best matches of the weekend, um, and I mean, you said it, Christian. Micah's, you know, Micah had to take neutral, he, or he took neutral. Um, it's just with with an evenly matched, uh, with, with the even matchups like those two are. I mean, that's a big point.
1: It, yeah, it was a really big point and but Micah did get away. You saw Ashnault work so hard for that reversal, like would not give that leg up, and it was really smart wrestling and actually just kind of a tactical error from Micah to leave his legs there because Ashnault got it so easy on the reversal, but then he got away almost immediately, so it really didn't, didn't make that much of a difference in the match.
3: I think Ashnault's better, um, but I just always think he's going to have to Give every ounce to beat Mike up because Mike is just that—he's just that dude, right? That's it's going to give you problems on your feet. Um, you know, again, take neutral. So I think it's going to be the final again. I I didn't like what I saw at this weekend. I understand last year he was the 11th seed and got third, right? So he's kind of done this where he's kind of dipped and then come back strong. But there was nothing about the national Kalazik match that made me think it's going to go the other way into Blaze. And there's nothing about the way Kalazik wrestled this weekend that makes me think he's going to beat Micah. Yeah. So. Um, Are there r-
1: other names we need to be talking about at this weight?
3: Well, the Bergy beating Lugo was um, interesting because Lugo had been on a tear. He'd won, he'd won like eleven of his last twelve, um, and I thought Lugo looked good. He wrestled
1: back for third.
3: He did, he did, um, but just that. I don't I don't I'm very curious to see what, what happens there. Um but yeah this this weights kind of there's a lot of guys fighting for three through eight, I guess. So maybe we don't need to spend a lot of time on that.
2: Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think there's other guys we need to I mean the other conference tournaments results were fine silver over O'Connor. I think they're they're I think they're ranked uh four five or five six. Um Caden won, big twelves. Um but, you know, I think they're they're separate tier, I would I would say.
3: Yeah, I agree with that completely. Uh, Fine Silver beat
1: O'Connor. Oh, yeah, that is notable. And Fine Silver... Fine Silver's a guy, for Micah, very bad matchup, I think.
3: He's, he's very strong on top. Not necessarily turning, but he will ride you like crazy. He is big, maybe bigger than Micah. Um, like, both tall and just he's clearly cuts big. a lot of weight. He's big. So, yeah, I'm I'm very curious about how Fine Silver can do um, in blades And also O'Connor, because O'Connor's just a... Pain to wrestle he's so hard to score on he's kind of like
1: Michael will never lose to Austin O'Connor but no
3: I hear that but just but uh, but I'm saying everybody else like O'Connor is gonna I think O'Connor's gonna have a really good tournament now again he doesn't score a lot either but that's kind of the way yeah manages,
2: so. O'Connor I I think there's part of an evolution thing going on there where he he wrestles a ton of three two matches mm-hmm. um it's a hard life it's yeah it's it's especially going through the nCA i I just think that you know he's a freshman and and when he gets sophomore junior, he'll be able to score a little bit more and i I mean that's the way I see that going, but not sure. not but this i year. i
1: think if i'm if i'm uh looking for a landmine for michael Jordan, it's Mitch fine silver. I think mm-hmm. it's highly problematic stylistically sign that um okay Knopf,
2: next topic next
1: topic what, Tyler Berger, I love Tyler Berger he's a really cool dude but after he shakes nolf's hand he says one more I'm like Tyler Tyler you just got majored man just you do th- you think saying one more is like impacting Jason Nolf like one okay what what if you hear one more from a guy you just majored and then you beat nine two earlier I don't I love the confidence I just don't under I just don't understand it I feel like he thinks he's playing mind games but this is not a mind game, right? I don't I don't know if any of you guys even noticed that he did that.
3: I think it's the same thing when he said that for me it's the same thing like when he put the tweet out, it's like you dance with who brung ya, you know, like this weird level of confidence is what got him so far, and while it doesn't seem to help him against Nolf, like it just it is who he is, and so he has to continue doing that to get to whatever his maximum level is. Yeah. That's all I got.
1: So, um yeah, I'm down with that. Um He's well, not getting in Nolf's head.
0: Like I, I agree. I agree. Because <laughs> at the end of the first period, he clubbed Nolf really hard and like the Penn State section was right by the mat and they're like, Hey You know, like screamed out and Nolf just laughed. The, like he does not care. It doesn't bother him. No, I agree. I just
3: I think for t- I think it's
0: No, I, I know. Yeah. I agree with I'm, what I'm you're with saying. No I'm no just saying man, it doesn't get in
2: Nolf's head. Yeah, no, definitely. Not. It's not getting in Nolf's head. He does it more for his own head. More yeah. for his own confidence. More for um to re to to re um, energize himself.
1: Yeah, and I'll say, um, man, Ryan Deacon from CKLV. I don't know where he is, but he is no more. Um, I don't know if he's battling injuries or just like, I don't know. But uh, he's to me, I don't see any scenario where he makes the finals or has a super deep run. I think he, he can place again, but Pantelio picked him apart. I don't see him beating Berger the way he's wrestling. Um,
2: Again? Did he place last year?
1: He didn't um, place. He didn't place. He did not place. If I said he did, I didn't. And yeah, he, yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. All right. Other 57 news and notable. I don't think there was much. There's so much heat in the Big 12. That there's just not a lot going on. Big 12's only had one qualifier. His name is Chase Straw. Um, so, yeah. Um, they
3: only really had
2: one qualifier?
3: Yeah. 57 Big 12 was as a whole. Not great. That is
2: absurd.
3: Um, Interesting, good good to me. Interesting result with 157. It was also a really good match. Go back and watch it. Uh, Humphreys beat Hartman at EIWAs. Both those guys are true freshmen. Um, Humphreys a guy. Again, we understand Nolf and all those guys at the top. But like Humphreys, a guy who's very interesting to me. um, Made a lot of good adjustments against Hartman and people. Hartman an excellent cradle, excellent on top. Everybody was taking neutral against him this weekend. So. He's definitely a guy who, if you look kind of from uh, a school that people don't always think about to All-American, he's going to be a guy that's going to be problems um, in NCAAs, and I think uh, Humphreys is also going to is going to be a thorn in people's side in NCAAs. All
1: right, halfway through, what are they saying on, on Facebook? Everything good, Bracky? Yeah, they're <laughs>
0: putting in their opinions on uh, all the weights as we go. Okay, cool. No, it's good. It's good today.
1: You should interrupt and read some takes every mm-hmm. now and again. Okay. All right. 165, once more, Alex Marinelli has defeated Vincenzo Joseph. Will Willie Saylor once again say that it wasn't Marinelli's move?
2: Yes, I will say that. Well, I will say...
1: Are you kidding me? Are you serious? (laughs) You're about to say that again?
2: Willie, stop. No, 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 no. (laughs) Listen. I'm, okay. I do think that, I I 100% think that in the duel, it was a little. I don't want to say. I don't want to say his win was fluky. I'm. I, I will. say that. I don't think Vincenzo played it smart at all in the duel. Now, this one here is. It was a woodshedding. I mean, okay. There's no doubt here.
1: Okay. Well, I. The way you answered my question made it sound like you were about to say that it happened again. But okay, good. We are in agreement there. Um. I, I don't. Is it um. Is it. It's tough for me to say this is 100% a matchup thing when the two matches are really different, right? Like, yes, he beat him twice. But to your point, Cinzo was able to score on him. He double-legged him and inside tripped him in the first match. And then um, Marinelli put him on his back for six. But in this one, I mean, he was getting the legs. I think uh, Cinzo only got to legs once or twice. And um, Marinelli was able to counter. Man, I, I really just wonder if this is a matchup thing and if Marinelli's maybe the guy to to prevent Shinzo from winning three I don't know it really it really changed how I viewed NCAAs it this way I and because if, even if if Marinelli won a really really close match may I say you know what Shinzo will get him because Shinzo lost it you know in riding time and he but he you you he was so close to Imar right in the at big tens you're like you could see it and you were like I'm not ready to rule it out but with this yeah. one i'm like this is a matchup thing this is the collar tie and the quick attacks and he's strong enough to finish and i think he left some points out there he got in deep on a single leg and i think he tried instead of the kind he of he tried to double off he tried to double off and you play right into Chinzo's power with 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 that whereas i think if he just methodically climbs a single i think he could have finished right and um chinzo's really good there but man I, I was so impressed with Marinelli and i really think uh, I'm, I haven't made my final decision but I'm considering picking him for champ.
2: It's got it's tough. It's tough to to make that call. I I liked Marinelli at Big 10s. You would think that uh you pick you know, yeah, I pick right. Marinelli, I, I pick Marinelli at Big 10s and then I see what I saw. You would think it's a shoe in to pick Marinelli at NCAAs. I just I don't know. Chenzo's always special at the tournament, at the dance, you know.
1: Yeah, you know, but you know, Imar was too. We've seen guys win too, and then you know, yeah, they get that gamer tag, and Chento is a gamer and he's a winner through and through. But sometimes that can that can make us just like project it out for eternity. Yeah, and I don't know, man. At this point, I mean,
2: Chenzo Chenzo was in a do or die match with Isaiah last year at NCAAs.
1: That's true. Uh, but you know, hey, he, how
2: about that? How about good. that match? Go ahead.
1: Well, I wanted to talk Wick Marinelli because that was a very different match. And I I, th- I thought the officiating was not great in it. And um, I thought they as, – as hard as Marinelli wrestled against Chinzo, he got the takedown. I don't understand why he's deferring in the second instead of taking neutral and continuing to take – he keeps getting ridden for two minutes there. Uh, I think the way they were calling stalling that match, he could have been hit uh a lot more. I'm pretty sure Wick got hit at some point, and then like kind of the identical thing was happening. And Marinelli wasn't hit. I thought he was kind of evading at the end. It was it was a weird match based on how well Marinelli seems to match up against Wick from from neutral. I don't know if you got to watch that match yet, Willie.
2: I didn't get to watch that match. Um, yeah. So no, I didn't. Uh, did Wick take top? Yep. It, yeah, it makes sense. I mean. The Hawkeye boards were like after they're talking about the seating, and they are like, basically, they're saying, "We we pray that Wick is separate from Marinelli."
1: Yeah, it's a bad, it's a it's a bad matchup. Somehow it seems I'm,
0: like he's closing the gap too. Each match of season has gotten closer. That's true.
1: That's true. What what were your thoughts on the match overall, Bradkey?
0: Um. I think that they should have called stalling more. Yeah. It's crazy to watch him um him being Marinelli just beat Joseph soundly. But then like the semi was like he might not have should have won that
1: match. Yeah. It was I I want really? go... it
2: was that close, huh?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean they they just decided not to call stalling on on Marinelli that match. What was the final like 2-1? Yes. Cuz I think he got hit for stalling a couple times. Go go watch it, uh, flowwrestling.org. dot org.
2: Well, it. I mean, I'm going to watch it. I, there's a lot of matches I didn't. I was when semis were going on. I was at. I mean, Pennsylvania State Finals were happening. Whatever, dude. You, go, you goober. Ah. One match. Another match I want to watch is. Um, Isaiah and Massa. Isaiah was winning for a long time. I think M- Massa rallied, right? He got tired. Oh, he gassed? Mm hmm. Okay.
1: He got tired. Well, I mean, it wasn't
3: like so bad, but like. But that was at at CKLV, Massa was coming late and White ended up getting the takedown and holding him off and winning. This time,
1: Massa was coming late and White couldn't finish it off. Right. Very true. And then Shinzo just, he beat Massa soundly. So it was kind of like. Man, they kind of swish, like, Chenzo's looking great, Marinelli's just just getting to the finals, and then, boom, finals happen, and it's completely the other way.
3: Uh, Real quick, a couple things on that. So, um, definitely, if I'm a Hawkeye fan, definitely like that Marinelli beat Chenzo. Definitely like the way he beat Chenzo. Don't like that he won all his matches by decision, uh, which I guess doesn't really matter if you're just, you know, like, get the the chip, right? Um, But it was also... Kind of indicative of Iowa as a whole. Um, Cody Goodwin did this really interesting article. Pen, uh, Iowa only had uh, Iowa half their matches. They scored five fewer than five points, uh, which is seems like it should be concerning. Half and they were their like matches. Six or, yeah, and it was like they were like sixth or seventh in terms of bonus points, which is opposite of what they you know they 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 led in Sibley's and bonus points last year. Um, and look, everybody's fighting for second. But and I I just I don't know if that's the way to do it. I guess you know, getting guys far and advancing. You don't have Spencer make the finals and Maryland make the finals, and maybe you know have those guys win is important. But they're going to need bonus points too to to beat the likes of Ohio State and Oklahoma State. How how
2: much is it for the bull? How much is it just uh, enthusiasm? Like. All right, I'm gonna wrestle Wick for the fifteenth time. All right, I'm gonna wrestle the first round match here. It's like, yeah. I don't really, you know, just get to. Let, let me just get to the finals, and then I'm like, I don't think okay. it's that. I
1: just think his style. No. He he doesn't. He can't turn elite guys ever, right? He, I don't think it unless he goes feet to back against them. He's a he's a takedown guy. So yeah, I mean, you I know, know he's six takedown guy. You no, know, not six three over Tayshan and two one. Over, I mean, listen, yeah, he didn't bonus. Who cares? Mm. I don't think it's enthusiasm. I think it's just he's wrestling really good guys in the Big Ten. This is a stupid weight, and he had good guys all, all along. Um, okay. At 65, Joe Smith loses to Romero and Branson Ashworth. Has to win his fifth-place match to qualify. Near disaster for the Cowboys if he doesn't. Because Chandler Rogers could have went 0-2 a Big 12 and would have 100% been in the tournament. And it was the ultimate risk. It was the risk we talked about all along, weeks leading up to this. Mm -hmm. If you put him in here, what if he has a bad cut? And I'm not saying it was the cut, but he fell off a cliff against Romero. So I don't know to what you attribute that to. When I saw this guy break David McFadden at 174, then at 165, we hadn't seen him compete one time.
2: I'm saying it's a cut.
1: Yeah.
3: I'm I'll sure losing his grandfather um, probably didn't help.
1: Yeah, and that's that's another factor too. Is it you know the, the grief, which you know that's, I think that's out uh, of control. But
2: I think we'll be a lot better at NCAA's, and but now you have to like that's a seeding disaster again. Um, who knows what he's going to get, and who knows who's going to get him.
1: Yeah, I mean, how how do you how is, he, is is he not the last seed at NCAAs? 3 and 2, he's th- he'll be 3 and 2. Yep. Wins over not probably one qualifier. I don't think any of those guys are probably going to qualify.
3: Yeah, I got to look at who uh who he beat, but so and and again the important thing to remember, 29 through so they seed 1 through 28, 29 through 33 are then randomly drawn in. So theoretically, Marinelli couldn't be the one. Mer- uh, Marinelli could hit the twenty nine, or he could you know, any of twenty nine through thirty three, and any of those any of those combinations could be the pigtail. Does the so Does
1: the pigtail automatically get the one? My well,
3: understanding is no.
1: Okay. So that could be anywhere in the pig. And, and
3: the pigtail isn't necessarily thirty two versus thirty three. Right. It could be twenty nine versus thirty three, thirty versus thirty one, anyway, one down the line. So someone in the top four joseph could a number one have a pigtail which you're talking about cut that's not ideal and two could have any of the top four right away first round day one thursday morning
1: so that's bull chenzo wick wick or and shields
3: shields is that what i believe the top four will be in that order
1: man and i don't know how you prognosticate joe going forward here I have no idea what he's going to do. I said I said he was a title contender a week ago, and now he needed he needed a last ditch effort to to qualify for the tournament to get fifth at Big Twelve, losing to Branson Ashworth and Demetrius Romero, who are very good, but no one is putting them in the title conversation, right? And he wouldn't he didn't go under Branson Ashworth, which I did I don't understand that at all. When you know Oklahoma State's thing is we take bottom, we put Cade Brock underneath Seth Gross. But well, you don't go under Put Branson pitch Ashworth. Under Spencer Lee. Put yeah. pitch under Spencer Lee. But we don't go under Branson Ashworth, who is good on top, but it's not. Seth Gross is transcendent on top. Spencer Lee last year was transcendent from the top position. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I didn't understand that either. Um
2: well, he r- took yeah, you know what? I mean, it gotta be the cut. He took Romero down three times in the first period.
1: Yeah. He was up seven three in the third. In the third wow. period, that's uh you know that, you would have thought that'd be enough. So I don't know, man. What's what does it all mean? I'm I'm hoping. I mean, it'll the tournament will be better if Joe Smith is good. So I'm hoping that he's going to be good.
2: Uh, I, on the bright side, if he, <laughs> on the bright side, if he wins his first match, he'll have a low seat after that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: that's a great point. Uh, so, and man, we're really going to find out tomorrow. We're going to know all this tomorrow. Yep. Oh, my gosh.
3: Uh, real quick, uh, is 165, nothing really to affect seeding, um, but it, it completely fell apart, which given when I was talking to coaches beforehand, like, hey, you know, who do you think is going to surprise? Basically, all of them said they're 165. And I was like, okay, well, some of you are lying. Um, it ended up being Schedule over McCormick, uh, your top seed, Gerald, He got fourth. Jonathan Virouette, who sent Marinelli into overtime at Midlands and beat Chandler Rogers last year at NCAAs, he is going to have to get a wild card. Um, so that happened. And then just real quick, uh, Army uh, placed all 10 guys and put 10 guys in the quarterfinals. Um, Kevin Moore got EIWA Coach of the Year. So um, just kind of a, a cool thing. I don't know how many teams – did that at their conference tournament uh probably not a lot so just kind of a, a shows a baseline level of goodness awesome. at army so good for them and uh yeah 65 diwas was a mess but none of them probably
1: heavily factored into seating just wanted to put that all out there okay um so that's 65 74 mark hall won um zahid won he beat a mean uh mark beat a mean Feel like there were, were there any big shakeups here at this weight? Did the money
3: go to Thon?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, five hundred. It's Been sent. We covered Mark. Yeah, we got you, Mark.
3: That was shout, shout out to Mark. That was awesome. That was
0: so
1: awesome. Um, I it was so funny. It was it was crazy because um, you know, after Mark Hall was, if you haven't watched, pretty much everyone has seen it by now. But uh, our guy Joe Kenya um made it kind of said on social, hey, if Mark implements this recorder thing because we posted that clip of the mark hall documentary we'll make a donation to thon and so mark's it was like basically like he was in so in the post-match interview he brings it up and he's talking about it and then in the arena they cut his mic like right and he was about to pull it out and everyone started booing because (laughs) they couldn't hear him anymore but mark thought they were booing him but they're not booing him. They're booing that they couldn't hear Mark anymore. So <laughs> it was too bad that we didn't get to hear it in the. But on the broadcast, you could still uh, see that he did it. He played <clears> a pretty. I'm gonna be honest. A pretty horrible rendition <laughs> of Hot Cross Buns. I think I actually. Mean, I, don't I literally don't think he's playing word. the right notes. I don't think he's playing the right notes. I think there's there's one of those notes that's off. But you know what?
0: I think it was the best rendition I've ever heard. So. It
1: was the most. It was the most lucrative rendition of of uh, Hot Cross Buns ever. It was, it was the most think, charitable you know, version.
2: I don't think he practiced.
1: I think he practiced. I think. I bet he had some stuff you, on his mind. A Little stage fright, maybe. You know, he he's used to wrestling in front of crowds, but when, when the lights are brightest and and you need to bring your best re- recorder,
2: he was great. I thought even the part. I thought the crowd was booing too. Like I, that's what I just assumed. I don't yeah, know what they're doing in there. They thing. they totally
1: and, weren't. It was horrible. That people
2: thought that. And Mark was like, Mark was like, no, no, okay.
1: And he probably couldn't tell
2: Yeah That was it Uh, Um Good well I think that The biggest takeaway for 74 On the On the weekend was Jacoby Jacoby beating Taylor Lujan
1: Yeah he beat Lujan again And um What he He teched Hayden Hastings Something crazy like that Uh, Bracky not sure Aren't you the one that told me that
0: I might not have been attacked but it, oh, hang on, sorry, I'm trying to find it. It was really close to it, if not.
1: So he he had a very close match with Hayden Hastings. Eighteen five. Eighteen five. There you wow. go. Thirteen point 13. Tech. see? Very close. <laughs> so that's that to me is like okay, this is that's kind of interesting to me. Because I've kind of always held Jacoby in this definite all American, but not in the tier with Mark. And not that a Hayden Hastings thirteen point win is like, okay, you're a title contender. But it just shows some evolution in his game that that he was able to do that. And I'm man, he could be a really tough draw for some of these guys at, at 174.
3: Uh 174, the in my opinion, the seating is extremely straightforward. Hall, Lewis, Valencia, Amin. Um, just that's that's how the Rock Paper Scissors is gonna break out two, three, four. Uh getting back to Jacoby, so Skatska had a really great tournament, ended up third. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think he's going to get a good seed. I think he's going to, the way he wrestled, the way he beat he Labriola twice, looked, uh, is going to be problems. You look at Jacoby when he was still down 74, majored Skatska in the duel, And That was back in November, still. or like early December. But you, you, you look at uh, Jacoby, he's going to be right up there in um, the All American last year. So you feel good that he's going to be able to put some team points on board for Oklahoma State.
1: Yeah. Um, so that was pretty much it at 174. Not not a whole lot of drama other than go watch uh, Devin Skask and Mike Labriola Part 1. It was absolutely insane. And the crowd went bananas. 184. We already talked about Shakur. Looked good up to the finals. Did not wrestle in the finals. Miles Martin clearly on another level from the rest of the country. Uh, 84. I have no farms. I once had... I was a, <laughs> I was a prosperous... Uh, figure in the agricultural community, and now I have no farms because Max Dean beat Ryan Price, and I really didn't yeah, the think the news
2: '84 was the news at '84 was EIWAs and ACCs two great weights there, um, Dean over Price and uh, Zavatsky over Bonacorsi. Bonacorsi for the third
3: time this year, yes,
2: and 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 the you know Bonacorsi by Big, Bigly over Renan.
1: Yeah, Renan is not right for the second time. I don't, I don't. I my expectations for Nick, unfortunately, are not super high. I just don't think he's healthy at all. I mean, mm-hmm. watch him against Nino. Both those matches. Watch him against Miles Martin. It's like, well, clearly this isn't the guy that messed up Taylor Vince. Um So, it. It's yeah. Too
3: bad. So uh, I think we all agree Miles is. Heavy, heavy, heavy favorite going into um, going into NCAAs. Zvatsky or Shakur will likely be the two, but um, Zvatsky split with EIWA champ Dean. He lost twice to Drew Foster at CKLV. Um, I was not happy with the way they did the seeds um, at 184 for EIWAs, considering that Deprey beat Dean during the year. Um, and Price didn't wrestle either of those guys. Price beat Dupre in a really weird one in the semis, and then Dean rode the crap out of Price in the finals, which Max Dean's really good on top. Um, so Dupre, you know, still freshman, kind of maybe doesn't doesn't quite have it yet to to, to beat both you know both those guys, but um, Dean comes out on top. And was he's there gonna a be takedown in that leads. match? Which which match? Is that ball? a
2: takedownless match? Dean over
3: Price? Yes, Dean over Price. Yes wrote him out got stalling got a escape.
2: right zero takedowns hmm.
1: Riveting. okay puke that's 84. <laughs> 97 <Becoming kid>. 97 <laughs> uh, nickel is just bored domination to me I mean he's just like whatever I guess I'll score now I it was it was actually more impressive than when he pinned him in the first period somehow he, he looked Dude. completely disinterested and just like was just doing some matrix stuff more was Wigel, completely behind his elbow and yeah the story Wigel is Wigel, Wigel, you're right
2: nicholas 10-0
1: that is notable
2: he rode him the last two periods 540 riding time
1: <clears throat> 540 wow
2: that
3: that's a not insignificant amount of riding time not insignificant you know what? I'll call it,
1: I'll go so far as to call it significant, nomad. I don't think. Did Weigel not give up a point?
3: Let's see. Fifteen o Tech, three o. That was a weird one. Kale Davidson, and then thirteen o ten o.
1: He'll do that. So
3: he'll have a we'll three o
1: over a rando every now that, and again. That's
3: my thing, and now I'm really pissed. I'm really pissed that I dropped him from. I'm pissed that I dropped him from my fantasy team because I was like, Preston Weigel, yeah, absolutely, full force can make the NCAA finals. Um, Colin Moore beat him the last time they wrestled, but Weigel looked amazing this weekend. Warner or, uh, How many matches does he beat Warner. Twelve.
1: Like yeah,
3: not a lot. Can he get the two? Can he get the two? I don't think so. Okay, I think it'll go. Can to – Can he get the one to Warner? Yes. Okay. In play for the one. Also, is Eric Schultz? Are we? Is it n- Wait, now that Warner, he's, he's
1: Warner's
0: not getting the two? No,
3: no, I know Moore's getting the two.
0: I thought you said Warner right
3: there. Yeah, I was. I'm sorry, I misspoke. Is, is Eric Schultz or, like now that he's had close matches with? Nickel Moore and Warner. Is is he now just like the fifth or sixth or whatever best guy in the weight? He
1: could like, be. Pretty I, think, clearly? I think he's legit. I think I think Eric Schultz is really good. I think
2: he's probably too legit to quit. But the, <laughs> the close losses close losses don't. The, make that it can get America.
1: you sometimes overly excited about guys. He's right yeah, there. Right. Yeah. Fair you point. He just gotta learn to finish matches. He but I, I give a lot of credit to Jacob Warner. I thought he had a really nice um showing. I thought he looked really good. Um Figuring out a way to win that match, I thought it was, and I, you know he he wasn't so smoked by Colin Moore. I thought he was in in that bout in a respectable way. Oh, yeah, so it wasn't. He had yeah, a nice he had a nice turn out at all. Okay, any I think that's ninety seven. Bo Nickel.
3: Uh, Malik McDonald won ACC's.
1: The prophecy fulfilled.
3: Brucky won <laughs> EIWAs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Four years later,
3: Brucky won EIWAs, so I think he's gonna be the three. I, I think Brucky is um, problems for. I think I think Brucky King third and Cibay is. Brucky's
2: the three. Yeah, bro. Are you telling me that Weigel's gonna be on the same side as Nickel?
3: I have a hard time with the schedule that Weigel wrestled.
2: I just—the oh, only thing I hope in the—I just hope Weigel's opposite Nickel.
1: Yeah. I, I
2: just—at this point, I think they're the best two guys, and I hope they're opposite.
1: You do? I, so you think you think he'd beat Colin Moore? Yeah. I oh, don't know, man. Moore beat
3: him the last time they wrestled, for whatever that's worth. Now, that was two years ago at NCAAs. That was a while ago. But Feels I was, pertinent. I think—I think Weigel—I think Weigel, Weigel Nickel,
1: semis. Weigel, Nickel, Semi. Well, it could be a Warner. Could it be Warner Weigel? Quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Right, possibly. Rub. He really rubbed those eyes hard. Sorry. <laughs> right. the deep recesses deep, of deep his mind. Deep recesses it's of my Where will he? Be? Yes, five. I'll press my eyes even harder. Uh, heavyweight. Oh, holy King cow! Stevenson All right, lost. hold on. Yeah, now we gotta. Now we gotta. <sighs> Willie. I'm just gonna kick it to you, buddy. We you were mocked, ridiculed. Uh I mean you, it happens. You, you were you were uh you were indulging uh a conversation. I wouldn't indulge it. I said don't. I will not indulge Gable Kassar and sure enough Kassar did it. And there's nothing else that can be said. He beat the man. The seating ramifications are so fascinating here. We can get into that yep. after, but first, let's just kick it to Willie for
2: a little gloat sesh. <laughs> no, I'm not going to gloat. I mean, you I I don't know why. Really, you didn't you guys didn't think it was a thing? I mean, look, uh, he Gable beat Derek White on a one move match. Mm-hmm. Derek White beat Kassar on a one move match, um, and I don't, I don't know. I just, I thought it was going to be a thing, and it was a thing. I, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm not going to gloat about it, but uh, you did not understand – on
1: the show, though, right?
2: yeah, yeah, yeah I you, so
1: you just save your wisdom I don't know. For, you just save your wisdom for intermat pick them contest don't you
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well that was my you know they do that ranking thing I, that was my number one i took you know that was like my least your confident first most pick.
1: confident number one most confident
2: and you actually uh, won the thing he got all 10 I, right oh my god he can't I not it. win uh, actually intermat well there was a tiebreaker and Andrew Hips, the owner of intermat emailed me today and said that I won the tiebreaker too. The tiebreaker was like the, the differential of points who will win, who will win the team title. I picked Penn state and how, and the tiebreaker too was how many points will they win by and whatever, whatever I picked was right. Wow. know. Oh, well. that's
1: not so pretty good weekend.
2: Um, well, what I didn't understand about the match is, they kind of played a lot of patty cake early. Well, that was no, nobody. Nobody took a committed shot. Gable for looked a while.
1: sort of disinterested or uninspired early. He's like, oh, "I'll just get this one takedown match," and you know, Kasar. Well, Kasar hit him with a, a nice attack early, and Gable kind of freaked us yeah. out of it.
2: And then yes, it was, he did. It was.
1: He did not. Gable had maybe one shot attempt that whole match yeah. and he scored off of it. But to see him not pull the trigger, I don't know what it was. Uh, you know, I just give credit to Kassar because that's the only thing he can do at this point. I'll just give all credit to Anthony Kassar and not say, okay, well, am I going to pick that to happen again? I don't know. I have a hard time with that. I, I think did maybe Gable not give him the proper respect or the proper, like, I mean, when you haven't been taken down all year, when you basically never lose, after you get your takedown, maybe you just think that's it. But Kassar's a, a pretty special athlete, and that's pretty clear. Yeah,
2: I thought, I thought it was a, a little interesting that um, Kassar didn't. He took that one attempt, and then Gable, when Gable did what he did with his legs and his defense, I was like, okay, I don't know if Kassar could take this dude down. I mean, he's just an athletic freak. Yeah. Right. That almost untakedownable. Uh, now, when Gable, I was glad that Gable got the takedown. He got the takedown in a second, right? Correct. So I was like, okay, now this is going to force Kassar, who is gen generally very active on his feet. I mean, he generally he just shoots. He's just one of those. I mean, the rare heavyweights that just very. Mm-hmm offensive and so I was like okay good Gable got one relatively early so now Kassar is going to be forced to shoot more um, he was waiting and, for and, his one opportunity yeah I, I didn't think that Kassar would really make it try to make it a one takedown match but he did and then what it turned into is getting away can Kassar ride him for 30 seconds what was it, it? what was it about 30 seconds, about 30 seconds, seconds?
1: and it was well the cool moment or the exciting moment was like gable kind of like cartwheel almost like hipped over it looked like he was going to get out and kasar was able to recover from from top and gable was never really that close to getting away again after they both got away i'll tell you what
2: were you not were you not like just scared to death that Kassar had a stall warning, and the, the stall warning, Gable was attacking pretty good and went upper body, and Kassar just sort of backed out. Right. It was a very warranted stall call. I thought for sure. I was, I was scared to death that Gable, in the third period, Gable gets to his feet, and Kassar sort of ran him out. And oh, And I was yeah. like, oh, dear Lord, they're going to call him for stalling, and we're going to be tied.
1: They asked for it. Uh, Coach Egan was asking for, it, but they didn't give it, and I don't. I don't think they should have uh, given it either. I don't I think
2: right. they should have either. But who knows what they're calling? Oh yeah, you days. never
1: know. You never know.
3: All right. So, a few things. Number one, apologies to the Grace Mind in Wrestling. Number two, <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, I think um, if you go back and listen, CP and I weren't really disrespecting Kassar as much as. I guess putting too much respect on Gable Yeah. Um, the way I remember it, And I, I didn't go back and listen, which is bad on me, but the way I remember is like, I said something effective. Kassar's awesome. He's incredible on his feet. I just, I think too highly of Gable um, to, for this to be a thing. Uh, Number three, underrated flow celebration. Kassar going, calm down, calm down. I'm the champ. I'm the champ. That was amazing. And that alone makes me want to pick him for NCAAs. Um, objectively speaking, Anthony Kassar is the best heavyweight on on his feet in the country. He had 113 takedowns um, this year. Shout out to yeah. Lemon Pie. He averaged almost five takedowns per seven minutes and a one takedown every 49 seconds in neutral, which is like absurd oh middleweight kind of stuff. Um, and, yeah, it's it Cassar's Cassar's awesome. And also maybe this year I think we learned uh, between Spencer Lee and Gable – we need to not um, hype guys as just, like, incredible. No. Well, no, no. Uh, okay, for me. For me. I'm, I'm not going to ever again, no more, hype guys as four-time undefeated champs, um, you know, run through their college careers. I'm just done with it. And you guys can disagree, but I'm, I'm done doing well, it. Well, I mean,
2: with Spencer, I, I mean, I'm right there with you. Like, coming into this season, I was like, cancel it. Yep. Hey, this is boring. This is going to be boring. And, you know. Certainly wasn't.
1: We have to uncancel several weights, including heavyweight now. Um, I'll still probably stick with Gable, but, man, who knows? Um, we got oh, okay. to talk about seeing. Seeing. So the ultimate question is, do you go Kassar-Gable-White or do you go White-Kassar-Gable? And part of me thinks Kassar should be the one. He beat Gable. He won Big Tens, put him number one. That's the win that, that everyone was looking for. But then again... I mean, you can, it's just pick whatever you think is, makes most sense, yes. right? It's, if you think White, because he has the head to head over Kassar, should take precedent. Okay. I understand that. And that's probably what they're going to do. Or you could say, dude, Kassar beat Gable. Gable beat White. He won big tens, a tougher weight. Give it to him. And I think that's fair as well.
3: Exactly. The, it's, it's a hundred percent, whatever you want. And there's no, I don't think there's a truly wrong answer given how close it is, um, to to me, and I don't know how right this is, but again, looking back at um, tournaments, right? The Gable won, CkLv didn't win Big Tens, Cassar didn't win Scuffle, won Big Tens, uh, Derek White won Scuffle, dominated his way through Big Twelves. Um, so to me. It should go White, Kassar, Gable. However, I very much understand Gable was that guy, and if they put Kassar one, it's totally reasonable. I also think White's going to have a better RPI, and I think he could end up with more quality win points uh, uh, and better win percentage. Again, all those things What's are negligible, but uh, but if uh, objectively, those are the stats that, for me, push a little farther. Also, last thing, when you look at two guys won their conference and one didn't, that means Gable has to be the three, and therefore if Gable is the three, White is the one, but, again, if Kassar gets the one, I'm not terribly pissed off. That's just my personal opinion. Derek White should be the one.
2: I don't know. I would if... opt... Go ahead. I'd opt with White as well, but maybe I'm, you know, looking at it through a rankings perspective too much. But it's clear to me, right, The the rankings were White. I mean, the rankings were Gable, White, Kassar. Kassar doesn't go to the one. He doesn't jump. It goes White- yeah. Kassar Gable.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that as well. I don't I don't subscribe to the um I, I guess it's just to me a a win over Gable is like the most meaningful thing you can do sure. at, at the thing. Right. I believe that. And that's for that reason I would maybe side Cassar number one, but I think it's gonna be white and maybe by process that the one thing I don't understand your perspective on, Nomad is the idea that he won a tournament and then won another tournament or lost tournament—it's like to me, it's just the wins and losses. Like I, so if Gable was at the scuffle, it would mean more that he won. It doesn't matter to me. He lost at the duel. He didn't lose this, but he won the scuffle. But to me, I don't really care where they wrestle or where the matches happen. It's just like the wins and losses and the tournament idea. Except for your conference, I don't really get caught up in that. Sure, that's fine. Um, okay, other heavyweight discussion. Sam Stoll. Uh, lost to Jacob Avon of Purdue, and thus now needs a wild card that I don't know if he can get. You think he will get it? And I don't. Uh, I'm not sure why.
2: Uh, <laughs> there's four. There's four wild cards, and seven guys got their bid stolen.
1: Oh um, That's not can,
2: good. For, but he had a not bid. good for Sam. Correct. No, he, he didn't.
3: Yes, he, he did. did. Will,
2: I, oh I, yes, he did. I, it was Jensen how that did.
3: So, so here's. How
2: I punch you right in your neck. <laughs> good do it
3: do it okay so here's so here's the thing real quick on that um for the for the wild card situation I'll, I'll post it today but there's all these criteria and they're all kind of tied into also how they seed things as well as finishing one below the aq um and having wins over guys who did automatically qualify so stole did not finish eighth which hurts him there um but anyway there's three guys who are like Basically locks, in my opinion, to get wild cards. Those are Jake Gunning of Buffalo, Chase Singletary of Ohio State, and Jeremy Sweeney of Cornell, kind of based on where their RPI and win percentage in coaches' rank fell prior to conference weekend. right? I just think like they're, they're going to do so well that it's going to be okay. Um, the, the...
2: Was there another one? Nomad, Hamida stole one in the Big Ten. Was there another guy in the Big Ten that stole one?
3: Um, Did Ava? Jensen? No. N- yes, Jensen.
1: Jensen, oh, yeah. yes. Sorry, yeah. Jensen. Those guys are both good too.
3: Um, but anyway, uh, looking at looking at um, the the last two guys, in my opinion, that it comes down to are Sullivan of Army and Stoll. Uh, both those guys finished outside of their one, like one below AQ. Right, with Stoll not finishing eighth at Big Tens and Sullivan not finishing fifth at EIWAs. So then I go to most wins over guys in the field of which Sullivan had – or guys who were already in the field qualified, of which Sullivan had one, and Stoll had three. Mm. And Stoll's coach's rank was 11 going into the weekend, and I know he had a very bad weekend. He lost to Jake Baven and they should rightfully punish him for that. But I don't Let think they're ask- going to drop him
1: that hard from 11 to he, whatever. He has a win. Let me
2: ask the guys. I was to say,
1: ask- I want to get into Stoll's resume real, real briefly. Go ahead. So okay. he he beat Grimmel, who's a qualifier. Correct. Um. He beat Hamida, who's a qualifier, correct, and he has an injury default win over Conan Jennings.
2: That match started, so that's a win. It should it, be. It was injury
1: default, like 20 seconds left. He was up like six. He was beating him like seven, eight, zero. Yeah. So do you hope strongly that that will be considered, yeah. right? Because that, certainly he was going to win that match, right? And um, so he pinned uh, Deuce Rochelle. Yep. That has to that, I don't know. that no one's talking about that one. No one is talking.
2: Means absolutely nothing. My, it my, actually means my, the most, Willie. Really. <laughs> my uh, question for the guys on the ground, Kyle and, and and CP, is that what what was the body what was the body language like? Like, I I don't know when I see when I see Stoll lose and then, like he loses Jacob Haven. No offense, Jacob Haven, and. Babin, and like he needs a uh, he needs a wild card, and he's been injured all year. The man was shot. Uh, is he good? Is he good enough to go? I mean, does he even want one? I would
0: certainly <laughs> no, think I, so. See, I think no, I, it's a good question. I don't know. Really. I mean, no. I
2: wasn't there. I mean, maybe he's done. I it's don't a know. good
0: question. The first two matches against Michigan State kid and then Gable, I thought he looked good. Like probably the really? best he's looked all season. Like. He was standing there hand-fighting hard with Gable, and he clearly had a game plan. Um, it's just when and he didn't wrestle good against Avon, and when guys get in on his legs, he's really nervous about his knee, and I can't blame him. Um, but, I mean, I thought the first two matches, he actually looked pretty good. Yeah, I did. I mean,
1: unless he had a 5-3 with Gable. Yes. I mean... That, and, and, that to and he
0: was standing in there Banging with Gable And yep. like moving him around the mat Um, I was impressed with him Oh, In that match and that I match. really
1: I strongly hope he gets one I think he I mean Maybe it's not fair within the process Or whatever you want to call it But I really hope Sam still gets one And he doesn't have to go out like that um, After everything he's been through But you know what This The sport is merciless And you get what you get sometimes
3: I want to reiterate one final time now that we've kind of went through everything. Everything that I have said today as far as wild cards, you know, like, and then on Twitter yesterday, wild card seating, all that, the coaches could completely screw it up. So I'm just offering my opinion. So nobody try and dunk with me. I tried to, do, tried to, to look at everything rationally through the, the, the lens of the seating matrix, and they could completely screw it up. So just know that weird stuff's going to happen. Um, anyway, let's go to Q's from F's,
1: shall we? Quarterfinals. From F's. Um, There was one that, that I didn't make it in here about Willie's obsession with the Hawkeye report, and I think I would like to start there. Willie, can you explain what? why you're so upset? Because here's the thing. You belittle them. You hate them. You say there's yeah. no rational thought. You said that maybe 10% of them or 10 or 20 posters in, in total are worth reading. Yet yeah. you reference it on the show basically every show and you yell at them on Twitter relentlessly. Yeah. That to me is a you problem, not a Hawkeye report problem. Your retort.
2: Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I oh. shouldn't even pay attention to it. But I do. It's like one it's probably the most active board uh, going. I guess I pay attention to it cuz it's active. Um, there's at least there's at least five threads about flow and why we suck. They really
1: uh, – so, they are so – really, they hate I, us so much. But they love us so much. They yeah. love too. us so much. We, I mean, hey, it is – Hey, uh, Hawkeye Report, we see the numbers. We, we know love you. you love us. You know you love us. And we love you. And we love you. <laughs> Deep down, uh, Willie does I mean, does it's it.
2: like – it's, you know, as soon as Shakur – it, they're so sensitive, man. Uh, they're the antithesis of what their program is. Um, but – they as soon as Shakur defaulted, they're like, "Ah, oh, Willie they be, he better rip Penn State and Shakur. It's a totally different situation, guys. Not, don't worry about that. But then I guess somebody, um, I guess somebody from Flow is doing Instagram and this says, like they'll put a, po- a picture in a Hodge question mark, right? They are all bent out of shape that Marinelli didn't get one. Oh my we goodness. obviously hate
1: Iowa I'm sorry the the but you're on there so I don't know i fully get yeah, I like
2: Maybe
3: I should Hawkeye is the most irrationally um passionate and loyal like sector of the the <laughs> Iowa fan base but the one thing they really need to let go just because to think this is malicious intent you're wrong um last year when we put the things out that was like who's gonna win one twenty five this guy, this guy, this guy, or the field. And Spencer was in the field. And I'm 99% sure it, it just had to do with, with... seeding or what, like, however the the, no, the brackets was, came No, no, it was not even
1: that. It was just a mistake.
3: Yeah, it like it was. Yeah, it was not intentional. And you're not gonna believe me because th- that's like that's like you, you. There's like four things that you really hone in on, and that's fine because you're you're Iowa they, guys through and through. You should be. That's great. I love how passionate your program. But just like just there's certain things, just drop it. Just drop it. They're not they just, intentional.
2: They just manufacture hate. One guy yesterday tagged me in a post. Right, He tagged me. He asked for a response. And then when I responded, he said, go away.
1: <laughs> yeah, yet, yet you can't get enough of it.
2: I know. You're,
1: you're a know. chaos junkie, Willie. I, I know about people like you. You just, you just need that conflict, and you're seeking it out. Sean Warner, father of Jacob Warner, wants to know our thoughts on the double leg ride turn position or stall technique. I think any position can be both, uh, but it's certainly you can't you can't paint anything with a broad brush. You can't say double leg ride. I mean, it's clearly you can turn people with it. Case point. Did to DeSanto literally happened to an Iowa wrestler? um, So I think it's a turn position. It is also a stall technique. The answer is clearly both. You can clearly get double legs in and just mess around with the head, and it can look like it's a great way to eat time. And it can also be a great way to power half someone or suck them in and and pull them on their back. Um, So, yeah.
3: See my thoughts after Iowa-Oklahoma State. If there's a man, a bottom man who's flat on the mat, I don't expect the referee to call stalling on the top man. I could see stalemate. Can very much understand stalemate if there's nothing happening, but if your head is on the mat or your belly's on the mat, whatever your singlet is, I don't expect the, the ref to call stalling on the top man.
1: Mm. But they did at uh, Big Tens. Um Chinzo is now guaranteed to win more NCAA titles and conference titles. Other than Dake, who else did this?
3: Oh, he's not guaranteed to. He could tie. Oh no, no he's he guaranteed. is. No. Sorry, he's guaranteed. He's guaranteed. He's guaranteed. Um, he's
1: guaranteed. Other than Dake, well, shout out to the guy, the homie Jay Jaggers. The most, <laughs> the most swag uh, of any wrestling coach in America. So I'll say him. Uh, there's probably others. There's probably many. There's probably many guys that won one title and no Big Tens or something like that. Someone in a good conference, which is Big Tens basically. Um, Chad Hankey, but not that Chad Hankey. Those of you who remember Chad Hankey, the Oregon State wrestler. This is not him.
3: Uh, Different Chad Hankey, unless no, he. Yeah.
1: A freezing enhance uh, of, sure? of the yeah a of the profile picture reveals a very much not Chad Hanky person. He got a freezing lot smaller. Han- <laughs> uh, yeah, do you know what Chad hanky looks like? Chad yeah, Hankey's I, like six I, two. I,
2: I never looked at the avatar. I just, you just
1: always assumed.
2: I just always assume hey, this hey, there's Chad Hanky. He really loves wrestling. He's really into it. I assumed it was the Sequoia that is Chad Hanky. It is not. This is a uh, this is a dogwood, perhaps.
3: Yeah, this is an average height looking <laughs> looking fella. Not a uh, not a, the six foot two behemoth.
1: Yeah. So, but he would like
3: Chad to-
2: Hanky is not six two.
3: Yo, Chad Hankey's is big.
2: Chad Hanky's like six seven.
3: Okay, fair, whatever. Right. You're you, both uh, probably You wrong. understand my point. You understand my point. This, this guy is not Chad Hankey. Anyway. Chad
1: Hankey is to- clearly 6'5". C- can we get the real <laughs> Chad Hankey to weigh in? All right. Read the question. He'd like to hear our thoughts on Colby Paxson's review of the tourney. Things like no singlets, weird, warm-up music, final, separated from third to fifth. I, well, first of all, Colby's basically the best writer on Flow Wrestling. Uh, but unfortunately, he writes one article ever. Um, but he no, it's a great article. Colby's a super talented guy. You would know him from uh, if uh, you go to Flow Football. He's on. He does a podcast with Bracky called Bootleg, um, and this was Nomad's idea for him to do this. And I, I thought it was cool, man. It was. I mean, you should. You need to read it. But basically, Colby came in with an open mind, but he was there basically to learn and kind of observe a coverage of how a team does a, a coverage of a big event, right? And He's like, whatever, these guys aren't really – I don't really like wrestling, but it'll be all right. I'll be hanging out with the guys, whatever. And he freaking loved it. He loved wrestling, and he was paying attention. He knew everything that was going on. And you should read some some of his like initial thoughts. I think, I think his best point was about how they ran the Big Ten finals adjacent to the third and fifths. And he's like, man, how can you have the pinnacle yet – and it is apparent – you. I was watching the Big Ten Finals on uh, – for whatever reason, I didn't really notice it as I was watching it live. But when I was watching it on the broadcast, there's like just ra- random hand-fighting stuff. And then you hear this loud applause and cheering because like Sean Russell mm-hmm. got a takedown or Ethan Lezak's getting a turn. It's like this is really weird. Mm-hmm. And I, for whatever reason, I've never really bothered me before because it's like whatever, it's fine. But I think he is right. I think they should – first of all, they don't start till noon on Sunday. Started at 10 – knock out all the placement matches, and let's make the Big Ten Finals what they are, the second toughest tournament that happens in the country. Mm-hmm. It should have that prestige, and I think he's spot on. I think it would make the broadcast that much more impactful, and I think the in-house situation would be way better. And and his big point, he's like, man, Ethan Lezak's wrestling for third, and he's getting way more cheers than Nick Soriano, who's winning a Big Ten title, right? And I, I think it's... Um, I think he was spot on there. He's also right about the singlet. <laughs> yep. He's right about the singlet. And that was not a <laughs> that was nothing we planted or incepted in his mind. He's like, wait, why? He's like, they don't need to wear that. And he's he's completely correct. Well funny to wear-
0: it was funny because when we 'cause we you know, we got there on Thursday and we got there right as Minnesota was practicing and then we saw literally every team come into the room over the next two days and he's like, I, I thought you guys practiced in singlets. <laughs> He's like now that like I see like you don't practice in singles It's like why do you even wear it in the match?
1: Yeah, it's a great point. And you know some guys do practice in singlets. Yeah, sometimes. yeah.
0: There was like I think Griffin. I saw Griffin Perry. He was like the only one. He's like, but I thought everybody did it.
1: Yeah. No, it's not like that. So I I, I don't want to spoil the article. It's uh, it's up on the site right now. It's called an outsider's perspective on the Big Ten tournament. Read that. Also go to flowfootball.com. Give him some traffic there. Look around. <laughs> if you like football, I think you'll like what you see there. Um, let's give let, give flow football a traffic spike today to show the power of flow wrestling radio live. I think uh, myself and Colby would, uh, would appreciate that. It was
2: a really good, uh, well-written piece. And, um, you know, Colby, being from Arkansas, I mean, Colby wasn't just like a non-wrestling fan, right? Um, he wasn't like somebody from... Iowa who never got into wrestling. He wasn't somebody from Minnesota who never got into He was from Arkansas, where high school wrestling didn't exist <laughs> yeah. at the time. He, so I mean, it's really interesting piece.
1: Colby's a um old school, hardworking guy. He would have been a, a good wrestler. He would have loved it.
2: He would've you know. he would have wrestled. I, yeah. I
3: thought Colby crushed it. I I haven't read everyone in Flow Sports, but I think Colby is probably the best writer in Flow Sports. I sit next to him every day, the dude works works his ass off. Um, you stand
1: next to him. What weight class is he? Oh, <laughs>
3: he weight? he what he's weight? a eighty four ninety seven. He's a big boy.
1: Yeah, he's big.
3: Um, I I really liked the. I just think it's really good for for people who are who are like really in this to to remember some of the things like, oh yeah, these guys beat up on each other every day in practice and are still friends. Like like that paragraph yeah. and um just just the whole thing about um, you know him saying you know I didn't realize how athletically sound these guys are, which this guy came from, you know, this is a D1 football background, right? This or this is what he, he follows and what he knows. So for him to say, like, these wrestlers are truly elite athletes, um, th- that stuff was really awesome. And then, to be fair, like, if you're going to introduce a wrestling fan to wrestling, to be around us, right, who are as locked in as you can be, and to be at the Big Ten Championships, maybe maybe the best introduction one can have. Yeah. So there is a little bit of that. But at the same time, I truly believe that, colby didn't allow those things to influence him um he just you know really fell in love with with some certain guys that you'll see in the article um so i'm sure most of you that are here have probably read it because you guys are the diehards but if you haven't go check it out give get, show colby some love because it was awesome
2: right. i like this point about uh practicing together <laughs> like yeah they just start you know purdue comes in and then michigan comes in and they're all practicing not with each other but in plain sight, you know, he's like, "Dang!" In football, that's kind of like a, you know, military classified. Penn State was on. You their don't own.
0: want us. To- we were uh, we were talking about it afterwards too, because then on match day, we went into the back, and you know, it's just a hodgepodge of the teams, like just drilling right beside each other. He's like, "Man, this could never work in football." Like, the
1: football players can't shut up. There would be so many fights. <laughs> yeah, it's also something that you're used. You know, you warm up beside each other in, in. uh, you know, before a tournament, it's something that's just kind of part of it. Um, okay. So that was awesome. Please check that out. I think you're really going to like it. Um, we'll do one more. One more because it's 948. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're <laughs> not kidding. But I am hungry. But that's <laughs> not why I want to move on. More likely to win both NCAs. This could be quasi-shots fired at Sam Herring's qu- uh, question, uh, but – Lee Chenzo or Rivera Marinelli? Wh- which ones are both mo- most likely to win? Rivera Marinelli. Rivera Marinelli. What do you think, Willie? Lee Chenzo.
2: Really? He yeah, said that like.
1: Are you going to pick them both?
2: Um, I, I think I'm picking Spencer Lee. Does the Pittsburgh factor in there at all for you? Absolutely not.
1: Me either. <laughs> Someone was bringing that up to me. He's like, you know where is are. I'm like, so what? <laughs> what does that matter? <laughs> yeah. I think it can matter for some guys. Like, I think it mattered for Kyle
3: Knell last year. I think it mattered for Trey Wilson. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, no.
1: Here's here's what I'll say to that. It's like, man, if you wake up in your own bed and you're like, mm-hmm. you know, okay, that's an advantage. Jordan Burroughs wakes up for Final X where he sleeps right. and then he goes and resale- that's an advantage. But like he's gonna go he's gonna fly or tr- he's gonna fly to Pittsburgh. he's gonna stay in a hotel um you know isn't he also from
3: he's from kind of far out shanksville from-
1: shanksville I think is what it's called it's like near Erie i think or Meadville like if he waits well, really in- from
2: it's really from sagerstown which is
1: sagerstown that's what it is
2: Not way sh- north yeah
1: yeah, that's Shanksville,
2: like, Shanksville is where a nine eleven plane went down. Oh, jeez. Wow. That's why.
1: I'm, I watched this freaking documentary about the 2000s <laughs> yesterday. That's why I said Shanksville. Well, thank you for that correction. Yeah, it's like uh, near – it's like just south of – it's north of Meadville. Okay, that was kind of right. That's um, where my wife's uh, – my brother's wife is from, Meadville. That's the only reason I know anything about that place. Uh, okay, but no, it doesn't factor in at all. It's gonna,
0: just, the crowd just gets behind him more, like when they start doing well. But I don't think it really impacts so, the way they wrestle.
1: They're so yeah. not going to be behind him more. Like it's going to be the same delineation as it would be if it was in St. Louis. Probably it, the only thing it could be worse for him is there's going to be more Penn State fans who certainly are not going to be cheering for him. <laughs> I can't imagine for
3: Spencer, not for Chinzo, obviously.
1: Oh yeah, for yeah for Chinzo, Yeah, maybe, maybe. it's going to be loud for him. But um, yeah, no, I don't think that's going to. Factor in it all. I'm not being Who are you home. picking? I don't know, This is man. way too soon. This is crazy. Way too soon. Well, well, so
3: the wild cards come out today, and there's freaking RPI and coaches. I will yell at every, won't yell. every single person. You won't yell. Um, you need to take a video of yourself
1: yelling. I will. I, I seriously will. You need to hold an emergency <laughs> press conference and yell yeah. at yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I You need to name names. You can't even say coaches. You need to look right in the camera and say, like, Kevin Ward or something. Okay. I was actually talking to Kim Ward last night. Um, oh, sick
3: name drop, bro. Well,
2: oh, yeah. name drop. Anyway,
3: um, but brackets come out. Br- brackets come out Wednesday. So given that we're gonna be, oh crap, are we gonna have any FRLs next week?
1: I don't know what we're gonna do. I just.
3: Got Why scared. can't we
2: have one Tuesday?
1: Because we're flying.
2: We're Tuesday. flying.
3: <laughs> okay, honestly, we should. we are flying Tuesday. We should. We Dang. should legitimately do them over the weekend.
1: We should legitimately.
3: Hey, do them over the weekend. Because we're gonna need to do. More than we can't just have the Thursday FRL like that be all our picks and all like all of our breakdowns and everything. Like, it can't, like, it can't happen. It's not going to happen.
2: We need to go
1: Thursday through Sunday, basically, and also Monday.
3: What if we did like no, but honestly, what if we did like four 45 minute podcasts?
1: Hmm. What if we did five 35 minute podcasts? That seems a bit cumbersome. What if yeah. we did six 25 <laughs> minute podcasts? Six, now I mean, you're just for, talking out of your butt. Six 25s. <laughs> six 25s. Rivera. Never. Mind. What if we did seven hard 30s? All right. We'll stop <laughs> saying numbers. Um, we'll figure that out. That's our problem to solve. We will let you know. We will make you so aware. Um, are we ready to go? Any any parting thoughts, Bracky? What, what was the vibe on the, on the internet? A lot of people watching?
0: Yeah, it was great. Um, me and all my friends. Me and all my Facebook friends. Nice. Well, you need to give them more love next time, okay? I want you you to know what? You deal with your thing. I'll deal with mine.
1: Well, I want I want them to feel involved. Uh, you,
0: they do feel involved. I talk to them all the time. <laughs> Don't you think they might want to hear their names? You'll their just questions? you'll just yell at them. So you stay oh. out of it. Oh, okay.
2: It is yeah. Uh, yeah it is
3: a new tradition of
1: mine.
3: The team oh, race that can is,
1: mean a lot of things.
3: The team by race the way. is not in doubt. However, from an individual perspective, as far as storylines and results, this will be the greatest NCAA tournament of all time. Oh
1: my goodness. Until next and, year. And Nick likes to call things of all time. Yes. He likes to say I'm telling you ne- that. next year Oh, they already muted Willie. Ne- That's a shame. I don't know why. Why didn't mute they mute me? They really want to mute of here. Me? Yeah, now you're back. Say what you're going to say.
2: I, I I'm telling you next year's NCAAs are going to be all-time. It's going to be really good. The, so yeah, team, the team race. race will actually it's next in year. a freaking football stadium. Uh Yeah.
1: I, next year's a year. I can't wait. All right. Play us out we are ready to go we thank you guys so much 360 strong okay quick details wild cards today two central tomorrow brackets five central we're gonna be all over it we have lots of content i hope nomad has some content ready to go here soon i think he's got a 125 seeding prediction we'll be running that we'll be back thursday for frl Thank you guys so much. Go to flowfootball.com. I want to see a traffic spike. I'm looking at Charpeat right now, mm-hmm. and I'm counting on you guys. You got, oh my gosh. <laughs> There's like a massive jump on Colby's <laughs> article since we started talking about it. Thank you guys for being so responsive. Thank you guys, and we will see you Thursday.